What is up, everyone, and welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out aducsports.com slash Dallas because, man, let me tell you, today was fun. We had like, man, I don't even know how many articles we had over at adcsports.com slash Dallas. If you haven't, of course, make sure that you bookmark that website, follow it on Facebook. Of course, some of you already follow us if you're watching the show and in YouTube, man, make sure you go check out the website every day because we're going to be putting out some cool content in there. But anyways, tonight we will dive into practice number two of training camp. It is still way too early to draw any sort of conclusion. So I have not been wanting to really dive into the... Uh, I mean, I just see highlights on Twitter and I love watching them, but I just cannot take a lot away from it. Other than what the rotations are, and who's playing with the first team, who's on the second team, etc. So tonight, we'll dive into some of the stuff that Dak Prescott said after practice. The same for Brandon Cooks, what he said about Dak Prescott and why you have to love it. And then we are going to look at two Michael Parsons clips from practice that, man, made my day. Because you have to love watching Michael Parsons dominate the football field. And then we'll close out the show with some additional news that we might not cover at first. So, welcome everyone into the show. Let me say hi very quickly. We've got Toxic, same playmaker. Katharina, hello. Hi, Mrs. See you still haven't aged. Ines, shout out to you. Lance Bell, John Jones, Marcus Rowe over at YouTube. Joey Vela, long time no see, Moses. Jaime, thank you for joining the show. I'm sorry, I always call you Jaime. I know that. It, it probably should be Jamie. Let me know in the chat if I'm saying it correctly. Or not. I'm saying it in Spanish. I'm sorry about that. John says, hey, Cowboys Nation. All right. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Let's get right into it. Man, Prescott had a big moment on today's press conference. Because you know how Dak Prescott is. Dak Prescott will take his time with answers. And he will speak very well, very materially, and give you the best possible answer to just about every question. It isn't a, it's Jaime, bro, I'm Mexican. There you go. Shout out to Jaime. Glad I've been saying it right. I, I remember that we had had that interaction before, so I just kind of wanted to make sure. Anyways, Dak Prescott, guys, will usually give you these long-winded answers, which are very nice to hear because, again, he, he just has a PR skills. He knows how to handle himself in front of the microphone, in front of the media. But sometimes he gives you a very cool moment. And today was one of those when he was asked about the Zach Martin situation. What did he think about the fact that Martin was holding out and what was going to happen in that situation? Dak Prescott had three words for the media but also for the front office, almost like instructions. Dak Prescott said, pay the man. Boom. And let me ask you in the chat, is it a big deal, small deal, or no deal that Dak Prescott 
stood in front of the media and said those three words. And that was all he said about the topic. He gave the press a smile, and then he dropped this three-word quote, pay the man. Let me know in the chat what do you think about this one, because honestly, personally, I absolutely love that Dak Prescott is standing up for his teammate for more than one reason. Number one, we've, we've gone over this here on the show. Zach Martin deserves the pay bump. Man, he signed that deal in 2018. And while I understand the arguments of, you know, the contract he's signed, he needs to honor it, etc. We also understand that the Cowboys knew that it was a possibility then that, that if Zach Martin went out there and earned four more All-Pro seasons after signing the current deal, there would be a possibility that they would have to renegotiate it with him. They had to know because they're not dumb. They're not new to this, right? So first and foremost, it's that. The fact that Zach Martin is worth it. He deserves it. And he knows that he's not high in the priority list. So this is his way of cutting in line. Good for him. Go do it. No other player has more old pros than him other than Aaron Donald among active players in the NFL. Martin deserves it, period. That's the number one reason why I love Dak Prescott going out and saying, pay the man. But also, I think it's a big deal, and I will get to your answers. I'm going to say that it's a big deal because then Dak Prescott is also making the demand to the Cowboys, saying, hey, you know what? This is my team. And I want you to pay Zach Martin and I want you to do it. Like, period. I'm going to say this. I'm not going to give a political answer. I'm not going to pick a side with the front office. He's picking the side with Zach Martin and he's saying, get it done, period. We're trying to win football games here. You got to love Dak Prescott saying that because it also speaks volumes as, as to the fact that he's not a new QB in this league. I mean, he hasn't been one for a while. But then we're starting to see the more vocal side of Dak Prescott, the more willing to go out there and ask his team to do something. He could have just as easily said, hey, man, listen, that's something that they got to figure out. Uh, Zach Martin's agent and Cap Boy and Jerry Jones, et cetera, they need to figure out. I will leave, them to, I will leave it to them. He could have said that. Instead, he even smiled and just said, pay the man. Let's see what you guys have to say, though, in the chat here. Pay the man. He earned it, says Todd. Uh, PA Boy says, Dak just did his job. A QB should have his lineman's back. Lance says, big deal. Pay the man. Gregory goes with big deal. Toxic says, massive deal. Leader. Exactly, man. Bruce says, pay the man. Hashtag. It's already a hashtag here on the show, apparently. Man, we talk too much about, I mean, not as in we overdo it. I don't mean that. But we talk a lot about Dak Prescott being such a good leader. And we'll actually get into that a little bit here when we get to what Brandon Cooks said about him. But this is more than just a cool moment. It's, it's, it's something that has a lot of meaning behind it. And I absolutely loved when it was reported that Dak Prescott had said that. And you can see the entire press conference, by the way, on the Cowboys YouTube channel. I do recommend doing it because when you listen to the full press conference, you kind of get that feeling about how he's giving long, well thought out answers 
And then when it came to Zach Martin, he just said, pay the man almost as a reaction. And then he just left it at that. Gotta love it. Dak Prescott having the back of his offensive lineman. Plus, he knows that he's the one sure thing that he has in that offensive line blocking for him. Pretty cool to see. Mark Andrews is a big deal as well. And everyone pretty much agrees that the Cowboys should pay him. How crazy is that? Listen, I know that there are going to be some exceptions to the rules because, you know, sports fans, no matter who they root for, can be crazy. But every time that a player is out there asking for a contract to be renegotiated, most, I would say like most of the fans will take these uh, stands that, hey man, the player should honor his contract and do what's right for the team. A lot of the times, it feels at least to me that that is the mainstream reaction. Zach Martin is so ridiculously good that it's not the case right now. Everyone is like, okay, yeah, he has a point. Sign that paycheck. That's how good Zach Martin is. And there is no questioning that. Speaking of Zach Martin, he did text Tyler Smith, according to Tyler. He talked about it, about that after practice. And he said that Zach Martin texted him, hey, set the tone. I'm going to be there soon. What exactly does that mean? We're not entirely sure. Does that mean that Zach Martin is planning to return soon? Deal or no deal? Is Zach Martin talking about Frisco? Is Zach Martin suggesting that there will be a deal? That maybe it's close to being done? We'll find out with time. But we do know that Zach Martin texted Tyler Smith and told him, set the tone and I will join you guys soon. John says, Zach said he will be there soon. I read it earlier today. Oh, yeah, there you go. John Jones says, pay the man. Jack the Toxic Cactus with the first happy birthday wish of the day. I appreciate you, sir. Dak will need to take a pay cut to help the team, says Mark Andrew. I think what will actually need to happen is another deal, and I'm expecting it with, you know, such anxiety, man. I just need Dak Prescott's deal to be fixed right now because heading into 2024, it's not looking pretty. Let's see here. Toxic Tom says, Mo, you do know whose birthday it is today who is on the Cowboys, right? Says Toxic. I actually don't know. Is there a player? What, what is Toxic on here? Who turns? Who has his birthday today on the Cowboys? Let me know. I know Cowboys legend Demarcus Ware turns, uh, I mean, has his birthday July the 31st. I know that one by heart, but I do not know who Toxic is talking about there. A little bit of trivia there. Oh, is it Isaac? Oh, man, I didn't know that Isaac <laughs> turned uh, one year older today. That's cool. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Thank you for telling me. Today is Big Isaac's birthday, and he wants his cake. Oh, that makes sense. It happened on training camp when HBO was in there in Hard Knocks. All right, there you go. The more you know. Look at that, 27th of July. Man. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, but not really, because we're going to stay uh, in the Dak Prescott conversation. Brandon Cooks, the new Dallas Cowboys wide receiver, was asked 
about Dak Prescott and how he compares to some other noteworthy QBs that Brandon Cooks has played with. You know, no biggie. Drew Brees, Tom Brady. He was asked about that, and Brandon Cooks said, you know what, and I quote, I don't get into comparing, but the one thing I see about Dak is the way he's able to lead. Leading, you just can't fake it. And the way that Dak leads is so authentic. And then he added, and this is not on the graphic, but Brandon Cooks added, you'll, uh, uh, you'll follow that man anywhere. That alone is the number one key, in my opinion, that you have to have in a quarterback, and he has that and more. And it's cool to see somebody like Brandon Cooks say it. And of course, you know that C.D. Lamb has the same opinion. And you know that Michael Gallup has the same opinion. But at the end of the day, those two, they arrived at the NFL when Dak Prescott was already their quarterback. Brandon Cooks is different. He's an NFL veteran. He's a pro's pro. We talked about Stephon Gilmore being that mentor for Trayvon Diggs last night. And we talked a little bit about what Trevon Diggs had to say about how Gilmore wakes up at 6 a.m. So now he has taken up that habit and the gummy bird thing that he talked about. We touched on it last night as well. You know, the same can be said about somebody like Brandon Cooks. He will arrive at the team and see the lamp, even though, hey, you know what? I'm the number one guy on this wide receiver room, but there is still a lot you can teach me from the release to just workout stuff to just off the field behavior like Stephon Gilmore to Trayvon Diggs. And for Brandon Cooks, who has really watched up close how Tom Brady does it, how Drew Brees does it, guys that will be no questions asked in the Pro Football Hall of Fame one day. And to him to say, you know what? Dak Prescott has that. He has that leadership. That's very special to hear. And that should not go unnoticed. And I'll add this too. We've heard big time coaches, all time greats. We've had, we have heard uh, Jimmy Johnson talked about that. We have heard Troy Aikman praise Prescott's leadership. But they have not played with him. They have not practiced with him, nothing like that. Uh, Brandon Cooks has already been involved with, you know, the trip that everyone talked about a little bit, like what? two weeks ago or something like that, or one week ago. I'm sorry, time flies. When Prescott had his um, offensive players travel with him and train, and we know about the Dak yard and all of that. He's a Walter Payton man of the year. But to listen to Brandon Cooks talk about it and how he's experienced it, it really reinforces that feeling that although he's controversial in the national media and people want to, you know, blame him for all of the interceptions, etc., it really reinforces, at least to me, the feeling that, man, Prescott is not only good, Prescott is the top reason why you should be confident that this Cowboys team could exceed expectations and go all the way. Prescott is the reason why you would pick the Cowboys to beat the Eagles for the NFC East. Because maybe overall, the roster, you could still give the edge to the team that just made the Super Bowl last year. Like, you can make that argument. They still have the offensive line. They have a pretty good offense. Whatever your opinion is of Jalen Hurts, et cetera, and 
whether he would be a great passer if he didn't have the running game ability, etc. But the, the point is, the Eagles are doing something very, very, very right. But if you're making the argument for the Cowboys to win the division, it starts with Dak Prescott. If you're making the argument for the Cowboys to make it all the way to the Super Bowl, it starts with Dak Prescott. It's got to be. And it goes well beyond his accuracy and arm power and all of that kind of stuff. It all starts with, honestly, that leather chip that Brandon Cooks is talking about. Plus, like he said, he he's uh, so much more anyways. It's not like Dak is only a good leader and nothing else. We've seen him play the position for several years now. And although, no, he's not in the top three or anything like that, he's a QB that can help you win big. And obviously, he knows that there's a certain feeling of urgency to it because that's something that he also discussed today. He talked about how he was turning 30 years old. He talked about how he was the only player from the 2016 draft class still on the team. And he talked about, you know, hey, this is just a business and I know that I got to get it done. We'll see what happens. Uh, some, some of your comments, though, regarding Dak Prescott. <laughs> What are people saying about uh, Nickelback? You guys are never going to let me hear the end of it. I, I I confided in you one night. I told you, you know what? I enjoy Nickelback. They were one of my favorite bands growing up. And you guys are never going to forgive me. I get it. Marcus says, Dak can't lead from the foxhole with the troops. He has to be out in front, leading the way on the field. Mike McCarthy will be big in bringing that out. And I agree with Marcus. And also from a schematic perspective, I do think that McCarthy will have that edge over Kellen Moore, like that understanding of how to make it Dak Prescott's offense. And he had one silly example, maybe in a press conference during, during minicamp, but it's in my opinion, it spoke volumes about how Mike McCarthy teaches the offense. And he talked about, talked about the, pronunciation or the actual word that they used for one play and it was like hey you say it however the heck you want to say it in the huddle i'm gonna tell you the play this way and if you want to communicate it in a different way to the offense go ahead and do that and that is maybe a very small detail that too many would go unnoticed and we as fans watching the tv would never notice because they're not mic'd up live but it's huge it's that trust and that empowerment. And I kind of struggle sometimes with that word because I sometimes think it's a little bit overused. But in this case, yeah, it is the head coach empowering his quarterback and making the offense his. And I agree with Marcus that Mike McCarthy can do that very well for Dak Prescott. Anyways, let's move on a little bit here. Let's stop talking about what they had to say in front of the mics and what they had to say in press conferences. Let's watch Michael Parsons. Let's watch Michael Parsons do his thing on defense. Who says no? Who would dare say no to that? Because the two-minute drill started, and, you know, I was following, obviously, training camp, scrolling Twitter like crazy, trying to get content out for ADC Sports, etc., and just enjoying the view of the Cowboys practicing some football. And then they got to the two-minute drill. 
and a Micah Parsons sack pops up in the in the timeline. Now, this Micah Parsons sack was pretty interesting because he was lined up against the right tackle, who was not. It wasn't Terrence Steele. It was Chuma Edoga. The Cowboys recently signed offensive linemen that could provide some depth on the inside, on the outside. It was Micah against Chuma with, I'm trying to remember if uh, which play was which. But in this case, I do think the Marcus Lawrence was lined up inside Micah Parsons. And by the way, that combo never gets old. Micah and Lawrence on the same side of the defensive line is lethal. But this is how Chuma Edoga was welcomed to the Cowboys by Micah Parsons. I'm going to roll the clip. Volume alert. Volume alert because I'm going to play the clip and I don't know how loud exactly it will come out to be. Uh, so I'm giving you some time right now to be at the ready. If you are watching with headphones, maybe remove one or something. Here it goes. The video of the first Micah Parsons sack against the dog. Man, that was fast. I'm going to play it again because you might have missed it. He's at the he's at the bottom of the screen, obviously at the defensive line. The guy just bits Chuma at the uh, for the edge with ease, and then he wins the hand battle as well and just gets Dak Prescott there very quickly. Now, to be fair, Dante Fowler also bits Tyron Smith on the other side of the defensive line, so who knows who got the sack first? But man, what Micah does in my opinion, is pretty crazy. He gets what would be a sack in a game. Let's play it again. It was that moment that Chuma maybe didn't want to line up for one more rep against Micah Parsons, but he had to. Now, this was tweeted like two minutes after the first one. So I'm guessing they were consecutive plays, but I'm not entirely sure. I choose to believe that it was consecutive plays, but this time, Michael Parsons let Chuma Edoga taste the recipe that has made Michael Parsons such a menace in the NFL, and that is his inside move. But we've talked about this before on the show, and if you have not uh, listened to this conversation about Micah, he will his stance is pretty different because he will have his inside, his, uh, excuse me, his outside food be the one in front. So that allows him to cut inside when rushing the passer in his third step as opposed to his fifth step. And John Owning from PFF is the one that analyzed this for the first time in depth. And I absolutely love that work if you want to go find that on Twitter. But anyways, let's just roll the clip. This is a clip from Michael Gelkin from the Dallas Morning News. The previous one was from John Michauda from The Athletic. This is Micah. Letting a dog a taste that. Not a chance, man. Not a chance. Let's watch it again. Watch that that footwork. That point, I just wonder, can we get Dak Prescott? A jersey that's even more of a bright red because I really want him to be taken care of if possible, especially when Micah is out there lining up against backup offensive linemen.
man, it's just, <laughs> it's just a couple of training camp clips. They're not even in pads, but it's so refreshing to, to watch Mike Parsons do his thing again. Even in a simple practice session with no pads, he stands out the way that he does. Like that's without even getting into contact. It's, it's pretty crazy. Micah Parsons is going to be a terror. And then Sam cleaning it up. This is Lance Vail. We need number six. This is Mark Andrew talking about Donovan Wilson. We have a timetable now, by the way. Gilbert says, I hope the Dak does win a Super Bowl so he can shut up the haters. The Marcus Lawrence and the Marcus Ware would have been nasty. This is John. Marcus says, ain't nothing to see. Mike is regular with that stuff. Man, it's crazy how consistent he can be. <laughs> Toxic. Speed is crazy, says Lance. Yeah, those couple of clips, like I was watching them at home and I was like, damn. Even, even against Chuma, even in a no-pads practice, Micah is just making highlight stuff there in a light, quote-unquote, practice. Uh, I didn't load up this clip, by the way, but if you get the chance, go look at Mike Leslie's Twitter account. Obviously, he does a good job covering the Cowboys. And he had this tweet of a linebacker drill in which, you know, they're making contact and then they're going for the tackle. So they're shedding blocks and then getting to the tackle. And I quoted it actually on my Twitter account if you want to find it more easily because I have not tweeted a lot today. Uh, but it's at NFL, or you can go look at Mike Leslie's Twitter account. I wish I had loaded it, loaded it up, but... You see Leighton Van Der Esch go through the drill, and then you see Jarrell Cox, and then you see Damon Clark, and you know Devin Harper, Malik Jefferson. Marvin Overshone does that so smoothly, and he looks so much faster than everyone in that linebacker room. And it's just a drill, and it's just one rep, and I'm not trying to take anything away from it other than, holy crap, this is what they're talking about with the Marvin Overshone. Because he looks much smoother and much faster than LV, than Clark, than, than Harper. And, and those, two, those two guys are, are explosive too. Like they might not be well-rounded out linebackers yet because they're young. And Harper is a special teamer, but they're fast. And just the way that the Marvin Overshone goes about the drill is pretty impressive. Go try and check that out if you are, if you are on Twitter. If not, I'm going to try to have it for Sunday and show you it. But man, that was a fun rep for the Marvin Overshone. And this is just a position drill that we're talking about. Anyways, before we get out of here on this Thursday, the Cowboys, by the way, do not practice tomorrow. They don't practice tomorrow. But before we get out of here, some more news here on the show. Number one, Israel Mukwamu is indeed injured. We talked about that possibility uh last night because he had a hamstring issue they, they pulled him out of practice but we didn't know if it was anything serious because he returned to practice he just didn't take any more reps well mike mccarthy confirmed today in the press conference that it's going to be a multiple week injury for easy mukwamu now obviously it doesn't sound like he will miss regular season time but it's still a bit of news that hurts a lot because this is valuable time right now that Mukwamu is going to be missing. And we already know that he can play. We saw that in that playoff game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the playoffs. You know, they get him inside. He has this highlight against Chris Godwin defending this land. 
getting the PBU, making plays, and looking good in coverage throughout the entire game. But you still want him to get those reps, especially because he's a versatile weapon. You know that he could be played at safety. He could be played at cornerback. Those mental reps would be fantastic to see at this stage of training camp. And now, with it being a soft tissue injury, you would assume that they might keep him out for a long while or significant while. Anyways, Trevon Diggs missed action altogether today. Some are calling it a turf toe. I don't think it's anything to be worried about, but I would much rather see Trevon Diggs be suited up and taking part in practice. Obviously not great. Nashawn Wright did take his place, though, at least for, for a few first-team reps based on what we saw on Twitter. And I thought it was interesting. You know, Nashawn Wright getting those first-team reps, some of us are crossing him out pretty much instantly from the 53-man roster battle. Coaches apparently are not. By the way, he did get an interception today against Jalen Tolbert on a deep pass from Dak Prescott. He picks off Dak. He bids Jalen Tolbert for the football and something to watch. You know, just Trevon Diggs' injury. And then finally, one more news. Peyton Manning denied by Dak Prescott. About a week ago, we, we got on here. We talked about Netflix's quarterback documentary being renewed for a second season. And I gave you my top three candidates for the show. I thought, you know what, Joe Burrow. And by the way, please let Joe Burrow be okay. He went down injured today in practice for the Bengals. And it looks like a calf strain. They are calling it a calf strain. Hopefully, it's nothing huge for him, though. Uh, anyways, I, I nominated for the number two season of quarterback in Netflix. I nominated Joe Burrow, filling in for that Patrick Mahomes-type role. Dak Prescott, more in the Kirk Cousins role. I'm not comparing the two directly, but, you know, Prescott is young, but he's also not that young. He's been here a while, and he has proven that he can be a top 10 Top 15 at the very worst if you are a critic of Dak Prescott. And it seems like he's only a deep playoff run away from earning that national respect, right? And then I think I also said Brock Purdy. Anyways, Dak Prescott was actually approached by Peyton Manning and Netflix for season one and for season two. And he denied them twice. And Dak Prescott said that, you know, I get enough media, and this team gets enough coverage. So first and foremost, you got to love that mentality. You got to love Dak Prescott saying, hey, we don't need more cameras in here. Forget about that. Get them out of here. I'm not doing it. But then you also got to love that Dak Prescott said that Peyton Manning, you know, uh, approached them for this number two season, and that Prescott asked them, hey, if you were me, would you do it? And then they kind of asked him, and what did he tell you? And then Prescott just said, I mean, I didn't do it. So that kind of implies that Peyton Manning recognized what Dak Prescott was saying. He recognized that there was a checkmate there from, Cowboy, from the Cowboys quarterback, and Dak Prescott is not going to do it. He shot it down. Now, Peyton Manning might be getting nervous, though, at this point, because so far we know that Joe Burrow declined to be on the show. We know that Dak Prescott declined to be on the show. We know the same about Jalen Hurts, Tua Tungo-Vailoa, 
and Justin Fields. Those are five very good quarterbacks that have turned down the show. And when he was with Pat McAfee, when he was announcing that the show had gotten renewed, he said, I don't want to hear about it being a distraction because Patrick Mahomes already won the Super Bowl, etc. But we also did get to see just how close up the documentary got. Forget about on the field. We saw them get close up with family, with friends, with everything. And maybe, you know, QBs already have so little time to be alone. You got to assume that uh, having those cameras on you 24-7 would only make that worse. That's interesting, though. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that will be it for me tonight here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I am beyond grateful that you chose to take a moment out of your day to listen to the show. And on Sunday night, we will be back with more. I hope that you guys enjoy your weekend. The Cowboys are not practicing tomorrow, but that we will pick it up again in the weekend. And we will have a lot to talk about come Sunday night, 8 p.m. Central here on the show. Do me a favor before we leave. Hit the like button for me because remember that every thumbs up puts this show in front of more and more Cowboys fans. Thank you to Ines. Thank you to Gregory. Thank you to Toxic, Lance, John, everyone who tuned into the show tonight. I will see you el domingo. Muchísimas gracias. Bye-bye.